listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost through credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. It's been a nice December for me, with the month flying by, including some time back in my home area of northeastern Pennsylvania, time in Atlantic City, and Las Vegas. The Vegas trip was especially nice, allowing me to take a break from my usual surroundings and meet Bo, a good friend and podcast listener who is off to a great start in the world of credit card rewards. I'm looking forward to 2020, starting the new year with a bang, including another trip to Atlantic City and many new credit card applications on the 1st of January. (laughs) No time wasted here. I'll also be in the Harrisburg area, back in northeastern Pennsylvania, and returning to Las Vegas, largely thanks to credit card rewards. Joining me today for episode 10 is Maserati Holly, a prominent voice in fellow YouTuber Brian Jung's group, The Credit Society. She's new to the credit card space, but off to a great start with American Express. Maybe she can be the Amex queen. I hope my conversation with Maserati inspires you to up your game and get more involved with credit card rewards. As always, I'm here to help you on your credit journey. Simply reach out through my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com, completing my credit card questionnaire form. Maserati and I talk about how to get started with credit cards, the importance of Chase and American Express, common mistakes to avoid, quick ways to make money, including bank account bonuses, how to reach credit card minimum spend requirements, and the importance of prudent decisions, strategizing before applying for cards. On with the show. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Maserati Holly. All right. Thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. All right. We've been in touch for a few weeks, maybe months now through different Facebook interactions, interaction with Brian Jung's The Credit Society. So we're coming today to chat about credit, travel, and all nice things in this space. All righty. And how did you get started with credit, credit cards? Okay, so I got started with a Discover It card that I had. Um, I owed about $3,200 on it. I kept noticing that my balance was still in the 3000s. I was paying around $100 a month. I noticed that it was every time I was I was paying $100 a month for a couple of months, but I was still in the 3000s. So some, I was like, something is not right. So that's when I went to check out my, I went to look at my bill and check it, check it out. And then I had realized All those months I was paying $100 a month, they were taking 70 of those dollars. Mm -hmm. So what I immediately did was I took $3,200 out of my, took $3,200 out of my savings account and I just paid it off. And then that's when I got on YouTube. I started looking up how does credit work, the right things you should do, when to pay the bills, statement dates, things like that. And that's pretty much how I got it. It was over from there. Right. So after that, you're finding benefits of applying for multiple cards, applying for cards with Chase, American Express, rather than just having one card and not getting much of a return on your money. Right, right. Um, I actually have currently I have 19 cards. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I did. I did start pretty late in the game. So I had already had about five store cards before I knew about credit and how it worked. Uh, 14 of those 14 of the 19 is I literally got like within the last, I would say last year. Nice. And what motivated you to sign up for so many cards as most people will just have one, maybe two? Well, actually, I had I had been applying. I had a I had the Delta Gold card. I had the American Express Delta Gold card. Um, I had kept I was applying and applying after that, but I was still getting denied. 
So then I kind of just said, forget it. So this year I said, let me try again. I went ahead and apply for the everyday card. And after that, that's when I had joined, you know, the credit society with Brian Jung. And I had started chatting with a couple of people. Um, it was one guy I had chatted with. He explained everything to me um, in regards to the gold card. And I was like, I'm kind of liking this. I had just applied for the everyday card like a week prior to me joining the group. I didn't know anything about the um, didn't know anything about credit too much and the points and how they work. But I did know I had to spend X amount of money to get X amount of points. But like I said, that's when I joined the group and I linked up with one of the guys in the group and he explained the gold card, the benefits, how it worked, how the ultimate annual fee was really only $30 and I got the gold card and it was like downhill from then. Downhill or uphill? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, it, <laughs> no, it was uphill from but there. Yes. That it was after the gold card, that was it for me. Uh-huh. So you're putting in more applications. So what putting the spend on the card that's required for reaching the sign up bonus or the introductory offer and then applying for another card and continuing to put in the spend to get more of the miles and points that come through those introductory offers. Exactly. So like I said, I started off with the everyday card. I didn't get really that card doesn't really offer many points. So but after I got the gold card, I had 50K points, MR points from that. And then I think I got the uh, blue business plus card. I had some points from that. So it's just a lot of opportunity um, with gaining more points through the sign up bonuses. Right. And that's, I think, going to be the biggest bang for our buck rather than categories. I think people are hyper focused on like, oh, I got this one card that gives me a return on gas, or I have this one card that gives me a return on dining. But I think the sign up bonuses, these welcome offers are going to give you a much better return than the categories. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely maximize on the categories. But the sign up bonus, I don't spend much. So I get most of my points from just sign up bonuses. Just from this year alone, I'm almost at a half a million MR points. Nice. That's the membership rewards with American Express for listeners. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm almost at a half a mil. Um, currently, like around 470 membership rewards points currently. And I would say over half I gained through sign up bonuses. Nice. And I think over time, when you're signing up for multiple cards, you're just going to get those category bonuses. Anyway, I, I haven't gotten many cards with the intention of getting these big returns from categories, but rather just over time happened to get those categories. Right, right, right. The sign up bonuses is definitely the way to go, um, opposed to just the different categories. Honestly, if you're single and you live alone, and it's really just you're only spending on yourself, you really won't gain many points not you won't get to a half a million with within eight months from just um just from just the categories right and we're also getting many of the benefits through cards too can you talk about some of the benefits that you get oh the benefits have been great a lot of a lot of offers i've been getting a lot of offers like within the last couple of months um the latest one i can say that i got uh thirty dollars off on Amazon, spend mm -hmm. spend sixty dot spend sixty dollars and then you'll get thirty dollars off, which I did. That was pretty good. Um, recently got spend twenty five dollars at at a BP gas station. You'll get ten dollars in return. I'm trying to think of some other ones that I have got the Verizon one that was pretty good. Spend five hundred dollars and you'll get. Uh, I got a thousand MR points in return for that. So I just went ahead and prepaid my Verizon cell phone bill. Oh, that go. was pretty good. That that was like one of my favorite ones, I can say. 
Nice. And I, I think these really add up. You see some critics saying, oh, it's just a little bit that you're getting, or it seems like too much work for too little return. What would you have to say to them? One thing I've noticed, I see a lot of people, I, I see a lot of people speak on how it's just $5, it's just $10, but I just got started and I really hate that I didn't have a spreadsheet from the beginning, but like I said, I'm still new. So I really don't know how much money I've saved and earned and points that I've earned this year, but I know it has really been a lot. Next year, I'll de- my goal is to be more organized, do spreadsheets so I can keep track. And by, you know, by the end of December, 2020, I can actually be able to see how much I've saved and earned. Mm-hmm. I know it's not much, but it adds up. And that's what people don't understand. They don't, they don't look for long term. They're just looking now. Oh, you're just saving five or $10, but it really does add up. Right. And that's just one of the many things we're doing. And what effort is it to add the offer to your card, especially on things that you're going to spend anyway? Right, exactly. That's one of the the beauties of it. It's, it's money that I'm spending already. I never force spend. I don't know about other people, but that's one thing I don't do. Every, every offer, every point that I've gotten, it's always spend that I, it's always something that I was already going to spend on anyway. I never force spend though. Right. And I think some of the biggest returns we'll get, the best redemptions we'll get through this hobby is on travel where it's, oh, sign up for a card, get the membership rewards, get the ultimate rewards, stay at Hyatt properties, stay at Hilton properties and fly. And most people are going to be spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars to do that even more internationally. So getting a lot of these points for hotel stays and flights are really going to make a difference too. Oh, definitely. It's definitely going to make a difference. Prior to this year, I've always traveled. So the points is not what's getting me to. I've always I've always traveled. I've been plenty places out the country. But now it's just like it's great to be able to fly for free. That's what I really do enjoy, honestly. And even for those who don't travel as much, there are options through American Express to cash out your points with Charles Schwab. And that can make a big difference, too. That's actually one of my favorite um, cashing out with Charles Wild. I don't have that car yet, but it is in my future. But I really, really like that car just because I'm I'm interested in real estate and I plan to, you know, start real estate investing. So that's another thing. If you don't a lot of everybody doesn't want to travel. If you're someone that doesn't want to travel, you can still benefit from these sign up bonuses, these membership reward points. I like I said, I currently have almost a half a million membership reward points. If I cash, if I had a Charles Schwab platinum card, I could cash out almost a little over $6,000. So my plan is to, you know, that's my plan to get as many points as I can cash out. And I plan to invest that money into um, real estate. Right. And it's a big way to maximize our return on spend as some people maybe they're using cash, they're using debit, and they're not getting much of a return at all. So for people who are making bigger purchases, I've speak, I've spoken with people who renovate homes. They're flipping homes. They're buying lots of products, supplies, contractors. I think this game can really have a good appeal for them, even if they're signing up for cashback cards like the Blue Business Cash, what we're looking at at the time of recording a $500 sign-up bonus and 2% cashback on everything. Probably about a couple of days ago, I went and bought the new iPhone 11, and I also bought another MacBook Pro as well. I think it came out to be about $4,500. So with my business gold card, I get four X points on that. So that was an easy, that was easy. I got 
almost 20,000 points. If you do value MR points one to one, that's like $200 right there. What people don't understand, even though I value value the MR points more than that. But just to give everybody an idea. Yeah, even with Schwab, it's the 1.25 cents per point. And with flights, some people are valuing them around two cents. Oh, yeah. So lots of ways to get return on our spend. Oh, yeah. Some people, though, they're hesitant to get in. They're thinking, oh, I don't spend so much. How am I going to reach these spending goals? And that's been an interesting thing to hear because I would think that people should really sit down and consider a budget of what they're spending on a day-to-day basis. How have you addressed some of those concerns? Oh, this is like also one of my favorite subjects as well. I see a lot of people, you know, they say they don't spend much. Um, how can I hit this, hit hit the amount that I need to hit for the sign up bonus? Me personally, I don't spend a lot. So things that I have done, I, I'm when I go out with my friends, I'm always the one paying the whole bill and I have everybody just zell me. I'm going taking a trip to China next year and with three other of my family. Um, we had to do a down payment just a couple of days ago. I told everybody, Hey, I'll pay for everybody. Just sell me the money. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was, that was easy. I, the thing is, I don't think people think outside of the box and I really do think outside of the box. So when it comes to spend, like I say, I always make sure I'm paying for everything. My sister, I pay her cell phone bill every month. That's $200. I pay my mom's cell phone bill. She pays about 120 My dad travels to here in Atlanta with me a lot. I always buy his plane ticket and he he just sends me the money back. Oh, nice. <laughs> whenever I can, whenever I can, I will go ahead and use my car. But just make sure you guys is make sure you're it's with somebody you trust. I don't, I've seen a lot of stories. People say they didn't get their money back, but I really only I really only deal with like my mom, my dad and family members, you know, best friend, cousins. Another one this summer, I got a lot of points this summer. My family had a family reunion here in Atlanta, Georgia. And what I did is I paid for the whole hotel expense, which was for the whole family's, everybody's room. I paid for the banquet hall. I paid literally for the whole family reunion expenses. I got a ton, a ton of points just from doing that. If you don't spend much, don't get discouraged. A lot of people say, I don't know how I can pay $5,000. It's a it's a thousand ways it's going to cat. That's what I'll say. Right. And you talked about paying your cell phone bill ahead of time. And you have larger expenses too, like maybe auto insurance or paying taxes. I definitely paid for my tuition earlier this semester. I paid two semesters, actually. I paid for the, um, I got reimbursed for my job, but I went ahead. I paid for everything. I paid for tuition. I paid for my books. I paid for my uniforms, stethoscopes, everything, because I was in nursing school. And my job reimbursed me. When they reimbursed me, I just went ahead and just paid it back. Nice. So that was another thing. Um, I paid literally every bill that I have that is able to be paid with a credit card. If it's a bill and they charge to use a credit card, I don't use my credit card personally because, like I said, I don't like to pay for points. I don't like to spend money unnecessarily. But mm-hmm. if it's no charge, I'm definitely using my card. Great. And even some online payment services like Plastic, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q, they'll charge a fee to make a payment with that. But very often you're getting some kind of rebate or they run promotions charging you maybe 1%, 1.5% to use it. And even a card that I have, the city double cash, I'm getting 2% cash back. So there's a very easy way to make a profit. Or for some people reaching the sign-up bonuses, it's basically buying points at a very low cost. If you're going to be getting that huge bonus and then you're getting the fees, you're still way ahead of the game. I had three cars that I signed up for like really close together. I signed up for one. It was like the gold and a week later, 
I did can't remember which one it was. It was I know it was like three cards within like three weeks. So I had I ended up being at ten thousand. I had to spend ten thousand dollars in three months. I know it sounds crazy, but I definitely used plastique at that moment. Um, that that's like the only time I would a- actually pay to hit the minimum spend because I had to, and you know it it wasn't much. And and like Justin stated, they have. Um, promotions going on nowadays, maybe 1%, 1.5. So if you're only paying like a couple of dollars more just to hit that and, and, and gain that bonus, it's definitely worth it. I really do like Plastique as well. Right. So a lot of ways to reach the side oh, yeah. bonuses there. And a little bit of organization, a little bit of investigation. But I think like everything, it's going to require some work to get money. We're not just going to have money <laughs> falling in our laps. Oh, yeah. I, I've heard from people, oh, I don't really want to do that. Oh, it sounds like too much effort. But at the end of the day, we're always going to have to put in some kind of time. We shouldn't be relying on luck for like, oh, I'm just going to win some kind of lawsuit or win the lottery or something to get money, right? Right, right, right. Another thing with plastic, I have probably about $3,000 in taxes. I do have the money, but I'm not going to pay it. I'm going to use plastic so I can make sure I gain those points. So yeah, so that's the, the taxes that I owe. And then... I have another payment. I can't remember what it was, but another payment and that is about $2,000. So that's another thing I'm going to use Plastique for. I have promotions just sitting in my email and I also have free fee dollars, like probably about $1,500. So like I said, that's another thing. You get the free fee dollars and you're really not paying any fees. So Right. Through referrals or through different promotions that they have. So that lowers the cost there. Good. Oh, yeah. And I think for people with families, as you mentioned, people in relationships, people with children, it's even easier to hit the goals because they're just generally spending more. Those diapers are going to add up, right? Those, <laughs> all those other expenses, education, right? So it's just a good thing, even if you're not in the credit card game, to really sit down and think about how much you're spending on a month to month basis and try to maximize that spending oh, yeah. through all of these offers. Oh, definitely. The offers are wonderful. I can say last year, Last year, I I had a friend that one of her friends had the gold card and I was like, I would never pay $250 a year for a card. I said, I would never do that. That's crazy. But, you know, I didn't have the knowledge of the charge cards. I didn't understand it. I I didn't even want to look into it because I just seen the fee. It scared me. And I never looked into it, but I'm just really excited that I did. I'm excited. I'm happy that I met you, Justin, because you've helped me tremendously as well. And everything's been going great. Yeah. yeah. And with the cards, I think people have a lot of aversion to those annual fees. Like, oh, why would I want to pay $100, $200? Some of the annual fees get even higher. But I see them as upfront investments. Well, if I have to pay a $100 annual fee, but I'm going to be getting more than $600 in value from the card in the first year, then it totally makes sense for me to do that rather than no annual fee cards that aren't going to provide as many benefits. Oh, yeah, that's that's um, a good topic as well. I was someone just actually contacted me and asked me about, you know, the credit cards and how they work and everything. I told her she said, I don't want to pay all this five hundred and something dollars for an annual fee. I said, fine. I said, well, well, would you pay ninety five dollars? Because I was going to tell her to go ahead and get the, the Delta Gold you know, and she said she wouldn't mind paying that. And that's the one thing I like about the Delta Gold. After you make two round trips, if you do check bags, the card is basically paid for itself. It's paying for itself. After that, every bag is free. Bags are expensive. They cost $50 round trip. Wait, I think Delta is Delta $30 there and back. 
Yeah, somewhere mm-hmm. around somewhere around there. I think it, yeah. it's like it's like twenty five or thirty dollars. So that's like fifty, sixty dollars. So after you make those two round trips, you're basically getting your money back. But people really don't understand that. But I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the Delta Gold card. But I really do like that fact about it. You if you travel more if you travel more than two times a year, you'll you'll basically be getting free bags for the remainder of the year. But people don't really realize that. Yeah, that's an easy way to do it. And I have the Delta Business Platinum card, and that comes with the free check bags, the priority boardings. Yeah, that really adds up, especially if you're traveling several times per year. So the annual fees, yeah, okay, I'll pay that $99 annual fee to get the benefits that greatly outweigh it. And then once the second year comes around, we can reconsider and say, is it going to be worth it then? Does it make sense to pay the annual fee again? But even at that point, we have retention offers that we can call in and say that we're thinking about canceling the card. Is there any offer that you can give me to reduce the annual fee or get points for spend? And very often they provide something for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. 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 Both of those cards, the, the one you have, you have the platinum. You said the platinum. Business, Delta. Yeah, the business platinum Delta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's pretty much it pretty much has the same benefits, probably a little more, but it, it definitely has that priority boarding and the free bags. And that really comes in handy. Like I said, if you're if you're a traveler, it comes in handy. Uh, it was funny when I got the card, it was an increased offer. It was 80,000 mile bonus and it was a $100 airline credit that if you made any purchase with Delta, you'd get a $100 statement credit. So here I was on the plane looking to maximize this. I asked them what I can buy as I figured, oh, all I had to do was just make one purchase. And she said, well, the cheapest item we have is headphones. I explained the situation to her and I said, okay, I'd like to buy headphones. Oh, but we don't have any headphones. Oh, no, that's okay. I'll buy the headphones. That's fine. Oh, but I'd feel bad. You wouldn't you wouldn't get any. <laughs> so I went ahead and made the purchase because the headphones, yeah. I think, were a dollar, a dollar ninety nine versus the can of Pringles that would have been about three fifty. Well, I wasn't interested in spending money on Pringles. So I was able to get a hundred dollars just through that minus the cost of the headphones, which were a dollar or two. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> yeah, so, so some fun way, some fun ways you can use the credits and get your money back to pay for the annual fee. And then, of course, the 80,000 miles, that's four round trips to Vegas from most of the rates oh, yeah. that I've been seeing. Oh, yeah. And if you know how to redeem those points, like you say, you can get some good, you know, get to take some good trips, round trips, too. Yeah, it really gives us a lot of freedom to travel, whereas about a year ago, I would say, oh, that seems too expensive. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'll just stay locally. But with all of these points, with all of these cards, the options are very open. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we're also getting other benefits like airport lounge access, too, which is really nice. And even if I've had to leave from an airport that was out of the area instead of rushing in the morning, trying to get to the airport, dealing with the traffic, delays, whatever, I would just stay at a hotel the night before and use points for that. So that made the trip a lot better, too. The lounges are great. I probably would never get rid of the platinum card just for the lounges. It's just a better atmosphere. It's not it's not so busy like when you're sitting out in, you know, the general population is busy. Everybody's running. It's loud. I like the lounges. They're quiet. You can relax. Like you say, right before your trip, you got food and my favorite unlimited bottomless mimosas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the open bars for sure. You'll see those in many places. Yep. Good, good. And just starting out, you said that you were just learning about credit, some mistakes that you had made. What would be some advice that you have for people just getting in the game, some mistakes that they should avoid? The one mistake I definitely, I'm not going to say it was a mistake because I wasn't in the game yet, 
But, you know, in retrospect, now that I look back last year, April, I had got the Delta Gold card and I received, I think, 30,000, maybe 35,000. I'm not sure what the um what it was going for back then. But, you know, I just took it. But now this year that I realize they're giving out 70,000 miles. I, I, oh, I hate myself. <laughs> I, I kicked myself in the butt for doing that last year. But like I said, I wasn't in the game. Um, advice that I would give definitely would be just to take your time. What I realized with a lot of people just coming in, they're such in a rush. They see us talking about all the cards we have, all the benefits, and they, they just try to rush. And then, then they'll come back and say, Hey, how do I use this? Or, yeah. What am I supposed, you know, I would just. How do I reach the spend goal? Yeah, yeah, it's it's just crazy. I would just really say my take your time. It's not a race. The, if you miss the Delta Gold 70,000 miles today, it will be back. Don't think that that's the last time Delta will have, you know, the 70,000 miles. That's not the case. And I, I just kind of, the people don't strategize. You got to really, if you really want to be in a credit card game, you should sit down and really strategize what's your plan. Don't just get cards because everybody's talking about it or it seems cool or it's, or it's metal. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All people applying for the Apple card, even though there's so many better <laughs> ones out there. That's my... <laughs> I, I yeah, love I love railing crazy. against the Apple card as there's just so much <laughs> hype surrounding it and it's just not very good compared to so many alternatives. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's not good at all. But it's like like you say, people are going off a of hype. I don't go off a of hype. Just about how how long was the um the chase glitch? Was that a week or two ago? Yeah, you know, people were talking about signing up using certain links and signing yeah. up for multiple cards in one month. And they think, oh, well, I'm going to get around the bank rules. But then people got shut down. And not only for using the links, it seems, but rather applying for too many cards in a short amount of time as the banks see that as or at least Chase sees that as risky behavior. So they, they just don't want to deal with that. And some people have gotten shut down. Right. I've seen a couple people, you know, speak on getting shut down. I won't lie. I was a little tempted. I did go check my offers because um, I'm not going to be under 524 until about next July. But I did just check just because it was hype. But that's what yeah. I mean about taking your time just because you had offers and it's a quote unquote glitch. I didn't apply for any of the three cards that I had. You know, like I said, I looked just because out of curiosity, but it's it, you don't have to rush it. You know, it's, you, you just don't have to rush it. So just take your time, guys. Honestly, that's like my main my main thing that I would, you know, main right. advice that I would give you guys. So like I said, I didn't I didn't sign up for any cards during a chase glitch because I'm I'm not I'm not in a rush. Even though I did apply for a lot of cards this year, um, it's really for the sign up bonuses. It wasn't because I was rushing it. You know, it was for the sign up bonuses. So just take your time, guys. Good. And to explain a little bit more. So there were some offers that showed up on your Chase account. They were called Just For You or Black Star offers that even if you've applied for or you are approved for more than five cards in the last 24 months that appeared on your personal credit report, that's what we're talking about, 524 there, where if you're over 524, then you're not allowed to get Chase cards anymore. But sometimes they have exceptions. The offers, I don't think there was a big problem with using the offers that were showing on your account. But when people were using links that were not intended for the public, I think that's what led to some adverse action as some people were on Reddit and saying, Oh, look, I tried all these different combinations. And this worked or Oh, well, this was an offer from a banker. And they were giving this to certain customers and people were using those links. And that's when the problems were starting. 
Oh, <laughs> I forgot about those links. Yeah, a lot of a lot of this one guy. He I don't know if you've seen it, but he had every link to almost every card. Oh. I, I, <laughs> I didn't even click the links. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's just I'm not in a rush for anything. Too much risk there. Hey, I think, yeah. It's too much risk. I'm still young. I got years ahead of me to apply for Chase, MX, whatever I want to apply for. But yeah, those links were definitely um, circulating around the credit card community. Yeah. And here, I think that's important coming up with a plan, not just putting out all these applications. And then it's like a week before you're about to hit the bonus. And then you're posting, oh, how do I hit the sign up bonus? What advice can you give me? Well, look into that beforehand, right? And just uh, try to yeah, be be reasonably patient about things. Now, I wouldn't suggest don't getting any cards, right? There, there should be some kind of middle ground there. At least I'm always trying to work on a sign up bonus. And sign up bonuses that I know I can hit, but I'm not taking on too much at one time and getting overwhelmed. Right. That's that's the most important thing. Please do not apply for cards and then come back saying, how do I hit minimum spend? That's just so ridiculous. A couple of cards I had when I the most I've did was 10,000 in three months. So what I did, I sat down, I divided 10,000 by three and I seen how much I had to spend every month. I and, and then I took it from there. Like I was like, I wrote down all my expenses, my cell phone bill, gas, lights, car insurance, just any bill possible. And then that, then when I realized that it wasn't enough, that's when I contacted my mom. I said, hey, can I pay your cell phone bill for the next three months? I contacted my sister. Uh Hey, do you mind if I pay just all your bills like for the next three months, your lights, your cable, um, gas bill, just whatever bills just for the next three months and you just transfer it to me. Both were like, okay, cool. I don't mind. And that that's what helped me. So don't just go applying and then question how do I hit minimum spend? It's just not really smart. And you don't want to miss out on that sub. That would be horrible. Yeah, the the main <laughs> thing there is getting that big sign up bonus, right? So missing out on that it would just be like, oh, what was the what was the point of that? That might yeah. fall into the too much effort, not enough return category that some skeptics talk about, right? Oh yeah, good. And talking about strategy, I think as we talked about Chase, it's great to get their cards early on so we don't get locked out later. If you're just applying for what happens to be the best offer or what card seems good then you're going to miss out on opportunities and some issuers just will decline you for too many recent inquiries, too many applications in the last six months, the last 12 months. So I think it's helpful to come up with a strategy. And that's where I come in and talk about, okay, what card should you get next? Let's sit down and think about this rather than just applying for whatever and clicking on links and just hoping to get approved. That's not a good way to go. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, that is like the worst thing you could possibly do. Just go applying for things. If you really want to be in a credit card game, you definitely need to start with Chase. If you want to maximize and get most value, you definitely should start with Chase. But if you're going out applying for cards here and cards there and store cards, things that don't even matter, mm-hmm. you just got to mess yourself up. I didn't, you know, personally, I didn't mess myself. I did mess myself up, but not like, you know, it was it was more so because I, I wasn't in the credit card game. So I had store cards and I had Capital One and all that type of stuff. So now that's I'm not applying for anything now. I'm quote unquote gardening. And for those of you that don't know what that means, just you're not you're not applying for any credit cards at the moment. So I'm trying to get under 524 just so I can apply for Chase. But if I was already if I started with Chase, I could be applying for anything else right now. Yeah. So now everything is like on pause for me. Yeah. And in the meantime, there are different issuers like American Express, Bank of America, City that have business cards that don't impact the 524. They don't appear on your personal credit report. So I like getting those cards 
early on as well. But then those banks have their own rules of how many cards you could apply. I know, for. right? So <laughs> it's it's a it's a little bit of a waiting game. But that's important to be patient rather than like, oh, I want this other card, so I'm just going to give up on Chase. I'm going to give up on this issuer, that issuer, because you just can't wait. Uh, yeah, thinking of it as a, a long term game, I think, is really important. Oh, definitely. I, I definitely look at it as you know, in a long term game. Business cards is one thing I really learned this year. I never thought I could get a business card, but that was one thing I, you know, I definitely learned this year, and I do really, really like how they don't count towards, you know, they're they're not reported to your personal card, so that's a plus. And this actually helped me with business expenses as well that I may have to make. Good, and some some issuers like Capital One. TD Bank are going to report to the personal credit reports. There are exceptions, but as I mentioned, American Express, Bank of America, some others are good to go. And even that means applying for cards that don't really look that appealing. Like we both got the business gold card with American Express. Can you talk about that? Oh, the business gold is great. Um, lately, I don't know if you've been seeing people, but they uh, I've been seeing lately after you've been talking about it so much, a lot of people have been applying for the business gold. I think it's because of you too. <laughs> but happy, the happy to gold, inspire. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably would have never applied for the business gold um, if it wasn't for you. I looked at the business gold a long time ago, I looked at the categories because I'm kind of a category girl, but not too much. But I looked at it and I was like, uh, it's nothing that it can't do anything for me. The only the only category that pertained to me was the gas category. And I don't spend I only fill my tank up once a month. So I'm like this. It just wouldn't benefit me for spending forty dollars a week and getting a card that was 295 but after justin helped me and explained things to me after justin helped me and explained certain things to me and just open you know open my mind up i ended up applying for it really great card the referrals are great yeah. <laughs> right now right now yeah, they're twenty thousand. yeah 20 they're twenty thousand right now it's increased to twenty five thousand um mr points so i pretty much maxed out my referrals and like i got two referrals like back to back like you know one day and then I got had got one the next day as well so I pretty much ended up with 50,000 points just that easy and then I ended up I ended up getting another referral from something but I was only able to get the 5,000 but it was fine so I actually ended up with the 55 with the maxed out 55 um mm-hmm. membership rewards but I actually I really do like that car I'll be honest with you especially because like like I said I did get the referrals but also I just went to the Apple store. I bought the iPhone 11 Pro and I also bought another MacBook Pro as well. So everything came up to about, like I said, $4,400 times that by four. I'm not sure I was close to 20,000 points. So I like that as well. Yeah, that's really good. And the card, yeah, a lot of people don't like that because of the big annual fee, what it's like 250, 275. But with the sign up bonus, you're getting 50,000 points. You're getting the referability. You're getting some of the 4X spend some more American Express offers as we've talked about. So it's a win in year one. I I wouldn't suggest that as the first card that someone signs up for, but a little later on in your credit journey, it's really good because it fills in the gaps between cards, right? It's not striking 524. It's not appearing on your personal account. And with American Express, if you have one card with them, future cards, at least in my experience, aren't a hard inquiry. So that won't interfere with your other applications. Oh, yeah. Same for me. I Sometimes I hear people say, they, you know, they got hit with the hard pull, but I'm up to number nine in American Express credit yeah. cards and I literally <laughs> have one inquiry. So I'm not sure what goes on or what causes other people to get hard pulls. But I would say most people, there is no hard pull, but, you know, your mileage may vary. So 
And you've also found some other things through the credit card community. You talked about saving money, making money. You've been working on the bank account bonuses, right? Oh, the bank account bonuses has been crazy for me this year. <laughs> um, okay, so the first bank bonus that I actually received this year, it was my very first one trying out. It was the Chase Bank bonus, which you ha- you have to have $500 direct deposit every month for just six months. So I actually really, really like Chase Bank. I've just been with Bank of America so long. I have some type of little loyalty with them, but I really, really love Chase. I ended up really liking the bank, so I won't close it. But yeah, so I ended up getting, I think it was $300. So it's just like an easy $300. I didn't have to do much. Just change my direct deposit at work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just do, I get paid biweekly and I just get $250 taken out of each check. And that accounts for that $500 a month. Good. And that was just a few minutes either online or in branch signing up for an account and then getting that free money. It literally, it literally took minutes. And then I'm not sure about other banks, but what I like about Chase, after I had did all the requirements, and like I said, it was earlier this year. I'm not really sure. It was like six requirements, things you had to fill out and maybe send in. I'm not, no, it wasn't anything to send in, but it was a couple of things you had to fill out and, you know, to complete the, um, To complete the requirements I had after I signed up, I immediately did all the requirements and I literally got the $300 probably like within a week. So that was really nice too. Yeah. Good. And more after that as well. We're talking about a new bank account every two months, three months. Eventually you'll get declines due to too many recent inquiries, but especially starting out, you can get several. Oh, yeah. Starting out. So I've gotten Chase. That was my first one. Um, I've got, which is $300. And then I, I got um, SoFi. That was $100. I got Chime Bank. That was $50. I got Aspiration Bank. That was $100. I got Vero. <laughs> I got Vero. <laughs> that was $100. Another good thing is you can refer other people. So like with Chase, yeah, I did only get $300. But around that time, I had referred probably probably like three or four people. So each person I received $50. So that was like 150 to $200 extra I got with SoFi. That's like ridiculous. I'm up to like, <laughs> SoFi, I'm up to like $2,000 in referrals with nice. them. So so even after you sign up for the banks, there is room for more money. It doesn't just stop at the sign up bonus. Um, right. I'm trying to think of any other ones that I got. Wells Fargo too. Yeah, Wells, Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo was four hundred dollars, so I just got that one too. It's, it's been it's been really good though. Yeah, I'm also a big fan of their business platinum card. Wells Fargo business platinum card. As I opened the business checking account with them, got a bonus with them, and they said, "Oh, you're pre-approved for our business card." It was just an in-branch pre-approval, and I was reading about it online as well. As if you open the checking account, you'll very likely get that in-branch pre-approval. And that wasn't even a hard inquiry, so it didn't interfere with other applications I wanted to do. And it did not appear on my personal credit report. So that was 50,000 points just for signing up uh, mm. or hitting the minimum spend requirement on that. No annual fees, 0% APR, and then a bonus 1,000 points every month you spend 1,000. So in the first year, I value the card at around $900 when you use the points for travel. So that was a really, really nice card. Yeah, that, I'm going to have to look into that one. That sounds like a really good one. I remember you told me about that one. Getting into Wells Fargo, I just signed up about three months ago. The business cards are definitely in my future. Any other recent developments in credit? Anything that you've signed up for or done? Any redemptions, travel? 
Um, I haven't done any redemptions. I think I kind of want to save my points till I get to a million. I don't know why. It's just like a personal <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's kind of a personal thing. But um, I haven't really traveled too much this year just due to school. But last year, well, actually, I, I, I still had some Delta miles left from my car from last year. So that's the only redemption that I did do. And, you know, if you if you find deals, you get pretty good redemption with Delta so yep. I really, I really do enjoy that card as well. Any applications coming up? You said you were waiting on being under five twenty four. Do you have any business cards coming up before that? The American Express Business Gold Card was my latest one that you talked me into. Nah. <laughs> 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 no, I really, I really do enjoy that card. That was my last one. I don't have any ones in the future, but like, like I said, I just got the Delta Business Gold a month ago, and a month prior to that, I had got the American Express blue business cash i'm not a right. big fan not a big big fan on cashback but um like i said i'm starting a business so it came in handy with that just buying a lot of a lot of things that i needed just to start off my business which that's why another another reason why i like credit cards because a lot of people might want to start a business but hey i don't have any money to start a business but yep. If you get those credit cards, you get 0% APR most of the time for the first 12 to 15 months. That was the blue business cash. That's, that's what I really got that card for, just to buy all of the things I needed for my business, a ring light, a laptop, Yeti mic, things like mm-hmm. that. It all came in handy. But no, no, no business cards um, as of now. I'm going to just cool out for the, for the remainder of this year. But next year, I'm definitely coming strong. I got, I got, my, I got, I'm strategizing. I, I got, I have my um spreadsheets ready. I'm ready for 2020. Nice. And with Chase, I think it would be best to just have two or three months of no inquiries before getting cards with them anyway. So mm-hmm. you, you want to be prepared for that rather than having to wait even longer. I literally just seen a girl say she applied for Chase. She had it for a month. Then she applied for a Sephora card. Um, like you know 30 days after she was uh, approved and chase shut her card down so that's wow. guys you really really have to be careful with chase they are very strict they're very inquiry sensitive by the time i do apply for chase i probably wouldn't have applied to any card actually the last couple of cards i had were business cards so i haven't had an inquiry in a and all the other cards were american express so i haven't had any inquiries in a while actually yeah, and of course, we're not a fan of those store cards either. Every store card I've seen, I've seen a way to just save more money at that particular place. Uh, we talk about Sephora. I see Sephora gift card deals all the time. Oh, or yeah. Our favorite happy cards, the happy lady, happy her, happy moments, happy bride, like all these different versions that you can pair with grocery deals that you can get online, getting cash back through shopping portals. So if you're creative, you look at certain websites like Doctor of Credit, GCGalore.com, giftcardgalore.com. There are just so many deals. Like just the other day, I was seeing a 10% off Uber gift cards. People were talking about, oh, well, I like using my Uber card to get Uber cash back or save on Uber. Like, well, maybe the best way to save money on Uber isn't using your Uber card. And I think that's with a lot of cards in general. They think like, oh, I always go to Home Depot, so I might as well get the Home Depot card and I get some benefits through that. But it's like, well, what if you use a different credit card to buy Home Depot gift cards that you can get 10% off? It's going to be very, very hard to beat that. Oh, definitely. That's one thing. Like I say, I'm guilty of it. I have about five store cards, but it was way it was there from years ago prior to me entering the credit card game. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of store cards. If that's what you want to do, fine. But just like Justin just stated, like you can get gift cards. There's always deals going on. It's no need. You don't need to go get a Sephora um, 
a Sephora credit card. I'm sorry. You can go to Kroger or I don't know. What, well, I'm, just, I'm not going to say Kroger because I don't know where you guys are, but you can go, <laughs> you can go to a grocery store. The, um, the grocery store here where I am is Kroger and they have deals all the time. So yep. get, getting a Sephora credit card is like really pointless. I'm a, I would, I'll just say that. Yeah, it's the opportunity cost that's really significant. You're giving up another card and another sign-up bonus and other categories and benefits that you could have gotten. I could say that that could be like a $500, $600 mistake, even more than that. Yeah, it was just two or three weeks ago where Giant Grocery Store had a deal for six times points on any gift card that you purchase in the store with the exception of some prepaid cards and other cards that they have there, like reloadable cards. But anyway... If you were to say buy a happy card or a Sephora card there, then you would have gotten the 6X. And if you used a card that gives you a bonus at grocery stores, well, then you're getting that bonus category as well. And those points are usable for gas discounts or groceries. So at the very least, you're getting for 6X points, you're getting 6% back on that. So it really makes a difference there just trying to target your spend wisely. Or even for people who don't follow deals, again, there are the sites, but at the very minimum, well, you go to the grocery store, use that grocery category card, or you have like the Chase Inc. cash card to get five times points at office supply stores. And we know that Staples and Office Max have huge gift card racks. Yeah, pretty much store cards are pointless. Like like Justin stated, there's also Amex also has offers. I know you probably don't. You probably scroll right by them, Justin. But Sephora is always under my offers. You get I don't know. You get X amount of points back. Sometimes it's cash back. So you don't have to just get a store card just to get the benefits of Sephora. Just for an example, it's it's just it's not needed. Amex has all types of offers for all types of stores all the time. So don't waste the spot, you know, don't waste one of your 524 spots. You'll get Mm -hmm. way, you'll get way more benefits from American Express or Chase. Yeah. And early on, I found that I would invest in certain cards or certain even gift cards in some senses, buying up a lot, but then find my spending patterns changing as different deals popped up in different places. So do I really want to be so invested in one store, one place where like, oh, there's a deal on uh, Panera gift cards. So, okay, I'll go and invest in them and stay there. But do I want the Panera credit card? Like that doesn't, that doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't really make sense. Like, oh, maybe a year from now, uh, I won't be there because there'll be a better deal somewhere else. Or I end up getting the GameStop credit card, but then GameStop goes bankrupt as some of the stores are closing. Or we now see that a lot of Sears locations are closing. It's not a, not a good shape for them. And Toys R Us and all these other places that have really gone Forever downhill. 21. Oh, <laughs> That's Forever another 21. One. Yeah. That's another one. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, at least with flexible points through Chase and American Express, we don't, we're not stuck to one place. Although with Delta, okay, I don't see Delta going under anytime soon, but... I'm in a mentality anyway of earning and burning. I'm not holding tons of points at at one time. And if I do, there'll be flexible currencies. I'll have a plan for what I want to do when I sign up for cards. Yeah, you're not holding them like me. (laughs) (laughs) But you have have your options with American Express, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you don't have a million miles with Korean Air and just no plan to use them whatsoever. Right. I can I can transfer. I can do Delta. There's so many things you can do um, with MR, you know, membership reward, uh, membership rewards points. It's a lot that you can do. Good. Do you have any predictions for 2020? We talked a little bit about your, your plan and you're going to be applying for many cards. Do you see anything else changing in the credit card space or suggestions that you have for next year for others? 
Oh, definitely. Um, Next year, I'm definitely going to work and focus on Chase. That's like my main. I'm pretty much maxed out with American Express unless I get more charge cards. But next year, I'm focusing strictly on Chase. That's the only cards that I'll probably apply for, seeing how strict they are. And that's probably going to be my main focus. I'm, I'm, I'm headed for all the ink cards. I want all three. Yep. And then I'm not sure which way I'm going to go with the Chase Sapphire Preferred or am I going to get the reserves. But I, I have a lot of time to figure that out. But I'm definitely getting all three inks and I'm going to get one of the Sapphires. All right. Anything else that you'd like to add? It's a quick almost 50 minutes here. I know that went by fast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just really want to thank you for bringing me on the show. I really enjoyed myself. We had a good talk. Yeah, thanks. And if you'd like to tell people where they can find you online or promote something, feel free to do that. Um, Yes, guys, you can find me on pretty much everywhere, every platform. I'm on Twitter. My name is Maserati Holly. Maserati like the car underscore Holly, H-O-L-L-Y. Say that's my name on on Instagram. That's my name on Snapchat. Um, I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel next year. So that's, I'm really excited about that. I'm starting YouTube next year. You can find, you can go ahead and subscribe if you want to already. I don't have any videos up yet, but I will be starting next year and I'm super duper excited about that. And my page on YouTube is Maserati Holly as well. And on Facebook, you have the Credit Connect. Oh, actually, um, I also thank you for reminding me, Justin. I also have my own Facebook credit card group. Um, I haven't really got started. I only have like a couple of people that I just had them join. But I, I haven't really posted probably since September just because I didn't realize how how much marketing is in YouTube and Facebook and everything. So I had to like just step back and just figure things out. And I'm going to start fresh at the top of the year. But you can find me on Facebook. The group is called The Credit Connect. I see. I, I realized when I type it in, a lot of other credit stuff pops up. So if you do want to go ahead and add the group, it says the credit connect at the top is it's in black and gold writing. And it's only about 17 members, I think, but I'm very excited about that and what next year has to bring. All right. Very good. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com where you can read episode transcripts, complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations, view helpful resources, listen to past episodes, and contact me. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, the Cash App, and referral links by visiting the Donate tab on my website. Subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, follow on Twitter, and follow on Instagram, searching for me, Justin Vakula, and Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. Visit my other podcast at StoicSolutionsPodcast.com, where you can find practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient philosophers of Greece and Rome. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day. Music